everyone, what's going on? I'm Trey Redfield, and welcome back to Gen Z Dawn of the Fire. Today, we're going to start a big investigation on the 2017-2018 NCAA Division I men's basketball corruption scandal. So let's get a quick definition from Wikipedia stating that this is an ongoing corruption scandal, and it's initially involving sportswear manufacturer Adidas, as well as several college basketball programs associated with the brand but now involving many programs now affiliated with Adidas. So there are schools involved within the first and second waves of this. They include Arizona, Auburn, Louisville, Miami, NC State, uh, Maryland, Kentucky, and even Kansas. So pretty big programs are, are in this investigation. Very, very good basketball teams. But let's take it into my perspective. I was in a Moe's in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I... I, I I grew up a big NC State fan. I was a huge supporter of the Wolfpack. So when I saw, so when I saw their name go on the Sports Center bottom line as as they were as they were beginning the investigation of this, I only researched NC State side of it. But then, as I come to Syracuse, dig deeper into it two years later, I realize it's much, 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 much more than that. So this wiretap between James Gatto, who was who was a director of global marketing for Adidas and Merrill Code, an Adidas consultant and, ba- and college basketball organizer. This gives us a, a little snippet of what has been going on. A few of the wiretaps that the FBI was able to confiscate in in the, I guess, the court case between Code, Gatto, and also uh, Christian Dawkins. Starting two five-star recruits. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, but I, it would help. It would help us drastically. It would help us dramatically if Real got the the team deal because they weren't. They didn't get any money this year, like none. Yeah, Riz told me that he was because I had asked him. He said he's going to get fifty or something next year. Okay, well, if he's, that's the case, and yeah, it helps us tremendously get it done. Because I mean, I can. If he's getting 50 and we're going to get the kid, the, 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 you know, whatever it is he's looking for, so we can match the Arizona deal, then okay, great. Then he's set. Do we have to match the Arizona deal? I don't know if we have to match it, but I can have that conversation. Uh, uh, okay. Let me talk to Rivers on some things, and then, you know, obviously, like I said, we don't need an answer today, but, I mean, if I, if I have to pay it out of 18, that's fine. I just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can. We can. We can push it to 18 if we do. I mean, again, like almost we're doing the other situation where we're, you know, if we do 25 or 30 or something and, and 17, and then we we'll, we'll push the rest of it in 18. I don't see that being an issue. Like it shouldn't be a problem. I just don't know if I. I just don't know if I could do anything in 17. That's what I'm saying. Like, sure. January of 18 is, you know, I think we do it all. You know, January and then, you know, June and then no, and we can campus. That's fine, and we can and we can and we can protect ourselves by saying, "Look, the kid commits in if the kid commits in January, we'll start it then." Like I can, I mean, I can finagle it. You just talk to Reels and hit me back and let me know kind of what uh, what you what you what you think is the best course of action, and then I'll see what what I can do with the numbers. Yeah, just try to try to get it. So what do we do with Bowen? A hundred? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if they'll take. I, I don't know. I don't know if they'll take that much. But if I can take it down at least 25, then probably. All right, well, let's just see. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have a conversation. How's Christian involved? So Christian and Brad have a long-standing relationship. Christian has actually introduced me to Brad when he had the kid. So, so that's his dude. And that's why that's why this whole TJ thing kind of spooked him, because he was like, listen, I like TJ, but I don't really want TJ handling anything I got my hands on. I said, well, again, that's a conversation I need to have with Gatto. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, TJ, he's rather comfortable, and you know, talking to talking to you. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just gotta tell TJ that, which I'm yeah. sure once I figure everything out. Okay. You when you when you head on when you head on you on family vacation now, so I'm gonna leave you alone. So I'll talk to you uh, next no, week. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I mean I check it. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out by early early next week. Okay. All right. Cool. Enjoy the family. Okay, man. All right. Thanks. All right. See you. So as I stated earlier, that was James Gatto, who's the Adidas Director of Global Marketing, as well as Merrill Cohn, who's an Adidas consultant as well as a college basketball organizer. These are just two of the ten men involved in this whole investigation, and you can hear them discussing a money situation concerning Nasir Little, who's a five-star recruit and was a one-and-done, which means you play college basketball for one year and you go to the draft. And he ended up being drafted by the Portland Trailblazers in the first round, as well as Brian Boland, or Brian Bowen, excuse me, who committed to Louisville and have all hell break loose a semester later, something that we will dive into in the next cast. Now, for Gatto and Code, this led for prison time for these two, as well as prison time for a couple more, and then probation for the rest of the 10 men. All pled guilty. Every single one. So, let's establish some questions with this. How normal is this? Is this been a daily thing. I mean, we've seen this go on in other sports. I mean, we've seen Reggie Bush. I mean, he lost his Heisman Trophy because of this. We've seen Johnny Manziel only get suspended for one half. I guess that was enough to keep going. I mean, people were put in jail for this. 
mean, yes, they may have gotten, they may have gotten like not, may not have gotten enough, but they're still in jail. They're getting penalized for this. Have, is this is this the stopping point of all of this bullshit going down? Can we finally put this to bed of paying college athletes? I mean, we finally see the consequences that the NCAA, not just the NCAA is going to put down, but the FBI because money's going in other hands. Secondly, how the hell did we end up in this situation for one and dones? For literally one and dones. There are assistant coaches, there are agents, there are consultants doing this for young 17, 18, sometimes even 16-year-olds if they commit early enough, for players who are only going to do this for one year. There was 150 bucks on the table from Arizona for Nasir Little when he was only going to play for one damn year and then go to the league and make millions. What's the point of it, man? Like, does this show, I mean, how does this affect Gen Z in general? I mean, this is the whole thing. This is, this is a dawn of a fire. How does this affect Gen Z? Because millennials and Gen Xers have put this on us in efforts to, for, for us to be the innocent ones that take the money because we don't know what the hell to do. So all these questions I asked, I asked that you think about them. And we de- when we will dig deep into them as I break it down in the next cast. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you all on the flip side.